Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, Chris. Oh. Are you hungry? Rise and shine. I am pretty famished, mate, after, what do you, what do you after a rampant night with your... Uh, Furry self. Yes. I, I need a little uh, little wheaty pick-me-up. Oh, yeah. what do you want for breakfast? Um, Don't say it, because I'm going to give you five. I'm not even going to give you five <laughs> cereals to choose no. from. Um, the Cereal Killer Cafe is. Hell yeah. So, this podcast, we decided we would do um, top five cereals. And we thought, where better to go? Than the Serial Killer Cafe, which I'm sure most of you are aware of because it got an insane response when it came out. For both good and bad reasons, it got a lot of bad press. That it was the epitome of hipsterville and gentr- yep. gentrification. For one, you're a big boy now. Got it out. Um, yeah, they're charging three pounds sixty for a bowl of cereal. Yeah, you'd probably pay not a lot less than that for a bacon roll mm-hmm. or a cup a of coffee. coffee yeah. So it's, it's and we go in on that. We chat to them about how they dealt with that, and when the riots happened several years back, how they targeted yeah. that, and and what it was like being there when that happened. It was it's pretty interesting. Yeah, totally. We speak to it was Alan Keary yeah. uh, of the brothers Alan and yeah. Gary who we chat to, and uh, yeah, we speak to uh, Alan about that and and just generally how they've uh, you know. How they've gone from strength to strength, and um, you know, and the experience we had while we were there, because the setup there is pretty fucking swish, wasn't it? It was really cool, um, and it was Halloween themed when we got there. We well, was made to feel very welcome, and we was given um, some some nice cereal to try yeah. um, from what you can only, I guess, call a cereal connoisseur. Cereal connoisseur, and uh, and yeah, um, enjoy it, and let us know what your top five cereals are oh, as well. Oh yeah, that's going to be a great chat. <laughs> It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello. Hey, doing, mate? You right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. How's your hangover? It's it's all right. It's all right. I was I felt a bit a bit jaded this morning, but um, you was a bit grumpy. Yeah, you, you kept. You was really fucking DMA'd in this morning. You wouldn't shut up on a train. I was fitting, please just stop talking. Uh, but yeah, I've had a couple of coffees and and, um, and our guest has just made me uh, another one. So uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all fire. good. I'm all good. Um, well, where are we, mate? Um, we're in Brick Lane. And specifically? Uh, we're in the Serial Killer Calf. Amazing. It's actually cafe. It's not a cafe. calf. A calf makes it sound 
like a greasy spoon, doesn't it? <laughs> is, there, is there a difference? Yeah. A calf and a cafe. I think it might be. You're from Essex, aren't you? We are. Indeed. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how I could tell that, but yeah, I think it's that <laughs> kind of London Essex kind of people like to call it a calf. Yeah. Yeah. Going down a calf. A serial killer cafe. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit more international. It's a cafe. Well, okay. you, you are international now. Yeah. Anyway, Alan, welcome. Thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers, man. Um, yeah, you've got you've got a few of these places now, haven't you? You've got one in, was it Dubai and Kuwait, is it? Yeah, we've got one in Dubai, one in Kuwait, one in Jordan. Those are the three that we opened in the Middle East this year. And then we've got two in London, got one in Brick Lane, got one in Camden, and we've got one in Birmingham. Wow. Okay. And then we've just signed to open in Singapore, which will happen next year. And then we're about to sign for Cape Town, Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, and Qatar's opening next year as well. That's crazy. And you started, what, 2014 around then? Yeah, December 20, 2014, so it was the very, very last month. So, so you've, you've, you've not been going that long and you're sort of like all over the shop. We're serial killing it, yeah? Yeah, you're serial killing it. Serial done now. So, <laughs> well, right. i got a few more of them as well. <laughs> you certainly ain't from around here. Uh, no. So, how did you end up? I presume you're from Ireland, Belfast? Belfast. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You didn't think I was Scottish or American no. then, which I get sometimes. Really? Yeah. Uh, Essex boys get Australian a lot, so yeah. yeah, I feel your pain. So, right, so you're, when did you move to the UK? I left, well, Belfast is in the UK, but um, I left Belfast about 13 years ago. Okay. Um, I left, I moved to, lived in Brighton for a while, lived in Cardiff for a very short time, which was a big mistake of mine, and then moved to London about seven, eight years ago. Okay, okay. Why'd you come over to England? Um, I just didn't really like Belfast very much. It's just a very, very small place, and there's just very little opportunity, and that's the capital city of Northern Ireland. Yeah. So for me, it was just it was just a bit too much of a small place for me. I mean, there's some fantastic things going on there now, but 13 years ago, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the most no. greatest. Now they've got a Titanic exhibition and everything, yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah, it's good to go back. Have you got? So you haven't got one set up in Ireland yet? Not yet, no. It's something will. that we'd always thought about, yeah. but... It's just that part crossing the sea. We need to get somebody really good to help us do it over there. Okay. Just haven't found it yet. Yeah. It's definitely, they're always on the cards. Yeah, yeah. So, you moved to London when? About seven or eight years ago. Okay. What was you doing then? I used to be um, um, senior retail manager for a company called Superdry. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I worked for them for 13 years. So, I worked for them before... Super dry clothing even existed. I worked for the company before it and then seeing right. first t-shirt come out and then seeing yeah. that company build into the, the huge brand that it is yeah, today. Yeah, I kind of remember when, when Super Dry sort of it came on the radar was when I didn't Beckham wear one of your guys' leather jackets. And yeah, I remember that. It just, it just... It first started off, everywhere. there was, because um, it used to be a company called Cult Clothing, right, which is like a it. skate shop. Yeah. And it was very, it was really cool. And then they yeah. started making their own brand, Super Dry. Oh, um, I didn't know that. And oh. then... David Beckham wore one of the t-shirts in a calendar okay. and then David Beckham just loved it so then he wore a jacket and then all this and it was just basically like it just snowballed yeah. from there and it just yeah, went absolutely yeah. mental yeah. so then the cult stores started stocking super dry and then what? more and more super dry and then they just took over yeah because like the, all the stores were ch- I always wondered why that was hmm. that you know cult stores were changing because I thought that was a wiki I remember being in uni and always shopping in cult I thought it was a pretty decent brand and did you think of was it uh, was you working there when you came up with the idea of like serial killer yeah we came up with the idea in August 2013 yeah you so and your brother yeah me and my twin brother yeah yep. so we were um, hungover as hell in Shoreditch we were like let's go for something to eat and we were like 
I mean, round here, there's options for everything. So we were like, yeah. God, do you know what? I just love a bowl of cereal. Yeah. It'd be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? And then so we Googled it, where can you get a bowl of cereal and short it? And we realised that actually doesn't exist. Yeah. And then we would get drunker. And then we would talk about it every time we were drunk. And then it was literally like, it just became this obsession that yeah. we were like, oh my God, imagine if we did have a cereal cafe, what would it look like? What would it sell? How many cereals would it sell? We were like, oh, we'd be able to get all this stuff in from America and we'd find loads of different new cereals and we'd be able to go, oh my God, there's so much we could do with it. We'll make it like a 90s thing because that's how amazing the cereal was amazing yeah, in the yeah. 90s. And it just got to this point where we were just like talking about it all the time. And then it was like, do you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Give it a whirl. Let's do it. And you started, because you, you started, didn't you? Um, you tried to do a Kickstarter, didn't you? Yeah. And then you that didn't work out, and you went and took, you bit the bullet and took out a fuck-off loan. Is that right? Yeah, well, our crowdfunding campaign could be deemed as a failure, because I think we only got funded 6% or okay. something. Yeah. But we were using it as more of a marketing tool yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. We were still going through a process of getting loans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when we did the crowdfunding campaign, we got into the Metro, timeout. Um, yeah. Evening Standard wrote about us then, and we were literally like, oh, that's good, so there's definitely some interest yeah. in it. So then we thought, um, yeah, let's just keep going, because we actually had a lot of a lot of people tell us that we shouldn't do this, and a lot of people yeah. say, don't open this cafe, it's not going to work. What, what, what were their reservations about it? Oh, uh, just people just are, just people just people didn't get it. Negging it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of our friends were like, oh, my God, it's the best thing in the world, like, yeah. I just can't wait until it opens. Yeah. And then other people were like, um, are you fucking crazy like you're gonna uh, give up your job to do that what in regards to they didn't think it'd work yeah right um and then we had a business advisor when we f- when we first started gary went to some sort of small gary's your brother yeah gary's the brother yeah he went to a sm- east london small business center and went to did a small business course then afterwards he had a we had a business advisor that they they give you so we went met the business advisor and the business advisor said to us no one will ever eat cereal after 11 o'clock. You'll never start a business on £40,000. You will, um, and you need to sell other things other than cereal. You need to do sandwiches. You need to do hot dinners. And we were like, yeah. So that's a really good first meeting. And we left that thinking, do you know what? We could take this as a real negative and go, right, let's pack it in. And we, we thought, do you know what? Fuck him. He doesn't have a clue what he's talking yeah. about. You know, you don't tell a sushi restaurant that they need to sell burgers yeah although i think some sushi restaurants do sell sushi burgers but so i could have thought of a better example there but (laughs) you know we were a single serving place we just wanted to do cereal we wanted to do it really well i think i think in the last 10 years we've seen even if you use nando's as an example they kind of sort of started showing that actually be specific cater to one thing and do it really well yeah and we've seen loads of other places flourish as a result of it and I mean was you speaking to other people did you do much market research to say like to get a vibe of people you wanted to in the area you know? yeah we stood outside Box Park and yeah. did market research and just asked loads of people and a lot of people were like oh my god this sounds amazing yeah. I love cereal um but it was just like when we were speaking to people about it, especially face to face, a lot of people were getting quite excited about it. Yeah. Um, but then there was also the people that just thought, just didn't get the whole concept yeah, yeah. behind it as well. So this was this the first one here? This was the first one, so yeah. So Brick Lane uh, was the first store. And so did you spend on, on marketing or did you find that, that that kind of happened naturally anyway, just because of the nature of what you was doing? That all kind of just came to us. I'm not... 100% sure exactly how we did it. I think it was the recipe of me and my brother, identical twins. We're Irish. We've got grey hair. 
We looked weird in a photograph, standing in front of a wall of cereal. Um, we both had beards, we were from Shoreditch. And then that story, just because we were written about, first of all, when we did the crowdfunding, then when we did, um, when we signed a lease on this place, we then did another press release. Yeah. Um, and sent that out to all the people that wrote about us before mm -hmm. and then they all wrote about us again and then it snowballed from there and yeah. then it just went further and further and we were doing so the day before we opened we had a press day here and we had BuzzFeed um, BBC CNN Time Out we were on um, American Breakfast TV we were on um, Australian ABC thing in Australia we were just it was just that's fucking insane real like a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, who moved to Australia just before we opened this place, moved to Australia and went to, was staying in a hostel in Australia, and she met someone in there, were like, oh, you're from the UK, have you heard about that cereal cafe? And she was like, <laughs> I have moved here to get away from them two fuckers, <laughs> and I'm, people are telling me about you over in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's unreal, the, the reach that story had. But it's all because, like I've said, some people loved the idea, and some people hated the idea. So there was a like an online social media debate. People were posting about it going, oh my God, this is amazing. And other mm. people were commenting on it going, that is the most ridiculous hipster thing I've ever heard mm. of. Um, and then you there got, was yeah, almost like people right. arguing. You get a load of flack. And like, it's, that's interesting that, wasn't it? Like, um, I was looking into this a little bit further. It was Channel 4, wasn't it? And it was digging out your brother or something, coming in for an interview. Yeah. And just immediately went a bit negative and stuff like that and went into, was trying to take it down the gentrification route. And I, I read, Gary's reply yeah, and it made me crack up we were laughing at it this morning because it's a really strange thing to be targeting you guys as like the the, the flagship of all the things that are, are bad with like gentrification yeah. and, and the cost of cereal it's like if you we were like when we've come in here today this cafe, cafe is fucking wicked you have overheads right you can't just sort of like charge a pound for a bowl of cereal mm. no one does that with coffee no you know and coffee the markup on that is absolutely insane no one's going oh Costa or Starbucks, so I thought that was a really strange, strange to pick. Yeah, you as a target. How was that when when, when that kind of? Because the first I heard of you was some social media share about this gentrification and these hipsters, and it was like, and obviously they were using the pictures of you and your brother, your beards and stuff like that. How did you deal with that when that kind of happened? Well, the whole thing came around. So we had, like I said, a lot of people hit, loved or hated us to begin with. And then on the day that we opened, it was the guy from Channel 4 News came down. And he was he came in, and he was a dickhead anyway. <laughs> he came in on the opening day. We had a queue of, people were queuing for two hours to get in here. Yeah. Um, like for the first few months that we opened, people were queuing up to two hours to get in. So he came in That's on our hell. opening day. We were busy as hell trying to work out how we, what we were doing. Yeah. Speaking to customers, having you know fun with the customers. Yeah. And then he came in and he was like, oh, can I do an interview? Can I jump in the queue? And my brother was like, these people have been queuing for two hours. Yeah. You, you were supposed to be here yesterday on the press day. Yeah, yeah. You came in today and now you're trying to just jump in. So my brother pissed off them anyway. Yeah. And he was just taking, he was just taking a liberty. And he... he then went in and just went in my brother and just started talking about you know so if um, this is one of the poorest boroughs in London um, you know there's some people around here that can't afford to, afford to eat here and Gary's like yeah uh, so you know it's what? not the kind of thing that you think of when you're opening a business is are people going to be able to afford it so he planted this seed that we were just the faces of gentrification mm. of this area because then Gary the guy kept going on at Gary and Gary just ripped the microphone off and said you know what stop this no. interview get the fuck out of my cafe 
We, we did, um, I did a thing for Guardian about a year ago, and it was on. Uh, there's an artist who's based around here called Stick. He does the just the big stick figures. There's quite a few in, in uh, East London, and we we did a thing on gentrification. And there's massive swings and roundabouts about that subject. Anyway, it's not just black and white. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's, it, I thought it was a bit silly that they'd done that, but you handled it well. And you know, you've got so much press anyway. It was bound to be. You're probably always going to get a bit of flack no matter what you start yeah not everyone's going to come and want a bowl of cereal and it's like cool well don't don't come don't and come have a, don't come and have a bowl of cereal and like, there's so many other shops around here yeah go there Cause that's the thing that because it all snowballed and then the 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 peak of it was when there was riots outside mm. the cafe here so there was there was about 100 people turn up with pig masks on torches of fire mm-hmm. and they had um, smoke bombs. They were throwing paint at the cafe. They walked down here. Just they, did they just, come and target you? Just us. Just they only targeted us and an estate agent up the up the uh, around the corner. Was you in here? No, I was at home and I had just smoked a joint. The manager <laughs> phoned me and said, "You know, this is what's happening." And I was like, "Yeah, right." Phone me back. And then I was literally like, "Was he being serious? Yeah. Like, was he taking the piss?" And he phoned me back, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. So then I came down. We couldn't come to the area because we phoned the place and they were like, don't go to the area. But yeah. there was there was about 12 customers in here at the time. People were barricading the doors with furniture to make sure that, people could, that all these people couldn't get in. It was terrifying for the people that were here. Luckily, they didn't make do that much damage. And they came here to protest against us selling cereal in this area where there's poor people. There's poor people everywhere. You know, but you can't put a blame oh on God, us. The, the, the clothes shops around here as there's well. There's a the fucking Versace shop, shop that yeah, opened exactly. just after us They're up round the up there. Not everyone can yeah. afford that. You know, so why why a bowl of cereal? When, mm. when we say the markup, yeah, there, there's a markup on it, but any food is going to be a markup on it. Yeah, right? exactly. I think yeah, it's a stra- it's a strange one to pick on, and it's not like you you mm. opened up a, a, um, a cafe. Right in, um, right outside of Brick Lane, really, right in a suburb somewhere where there's absolutely no other stores around. You're like, oh, four pound a bowl of cereal. It wouldn't make sense to do that anyway. You get no customers. Yeah, you've come to an area where people come to have an experience. experiences. Hmm, crazy shit. So shall we start on the top five? Because we we contacted you, Alan, because we thought it'd be wicked to do a top five cereal, and and you guys are. I say probably a running authority on it by now. Um, so we thought we'd do your top five um, favourite cereal. So Perfect. You've, you've got your five. I've got them. I've are got they them. are they in any order? Are you doing five down to one, or are they just five of your faves? They're just five of my favourites. Okay. Because the thing with cereal is that I can never have one top favourite. Like because yeah. there's so many options yeah. that I'm always trying. I'm always trying new things, and I'm always yeah. going back to the ones that I like. I'll go through a phase of eating one type of cereal for three weeks, and then I go bored of that one, not onto the next one. <laughs> yeah. Do you eat cereal every day then? Basically? Not every day, yeah. but most days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some days I'll have two or three bowls, so I think yeah. it might even out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot of people say, are you bored of it yet? And I'm like, how are you going to get bored of it? There's over 100. We have sell over 100 different types. Yeah. And That's we've crazy. always got new ones coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there an era? You mentioned earlier, like the decor, and that was 90s influenced. Is that a, an era that you're you're quite fond of, is the 90s style uh, cereal? Yeah, well, our cafes are completely just 90s themed yeah. cafes. We've yeah. got all everything from a dream phone to, um, you well, know... We're currently sitting in, we're downstairs and we're in like this little kind of cavern. I don't know what you'd call it. It's a, it's a pretty cool little sort of back room that we're in, isn't it? That makes it sound a bit ropey. <laughs> no, no. It's, 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 uh, well, I'm looking up at um, Spice Girls wallpaper. Yeah, and a um, sugar and a honey monster skateboard as well. And, uh, and, and a Best of Smash Hits annual. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so what time are you open till? You open late. Do you have parties down here? Open from like eight that? till eight. Yeah. We do yeah. like parties over our Camden Cafe and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. hire that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this would be cool. This is a great little venue mm. for one, isn't it? So shall we start with your start with one of your cereals? Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, Anna's just going to go out to uh, yeah. He's just going to go and get his cereal. This is pretty mad here, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. Like okay. it is weird when you when you hear him talk about. Um, that fucking madness of like people rioting, yeah, it's just fucking crackers, isn't it? It makes no sense. No. Well, it's people that that's what it, when you get these like, um, almost social justice words, they a lot of the time they they pick a subject that they think's emotive, they don't really think it through and they kick off, yeah, and that's just what's happened, I, I think. Wow, what are th- that is not what are these? this is the first one okay. out of the top five, okay. This is a Reese's Puff. Reese's Puff. Have you ever had a Reese's Puff, Stuart? Never. So you knew Reese's right. peanut butter cups, yep. Reese's chips, Reese's, Reese's stuff. Yeah. And um, this is the Reese's cereal. So it's chocolate and peanut butter. My God. And it's fantastic because you don't like in this country anyway. You don't get a really good peanut butter cereal. Right, right, right. But there's some amazing peanut butter cereals. I mean, if you're a fan of peanut butter, this is yeah. I, this is top dog. I'm you a get... huge fan of peanut butter in chocolate bars. And um, and actually, Tony Wad, we did a, what did we do? He did his top five. We had the guy sweets, from uh, MasterChef, the, the the hipster guy from MasterChef with the uh, the twirly moustache and the uh, I don't know if you you, you you were aware of who he is, but he uh, he come and done his. Uh, we, we was expecting him to do some kind of really plush food, and, and he come and done his top five chocolate bars. And um, Reese's Reese's came in at number, number one. one. So yeah. Yeah. nice, yeah, yeah, it's powerful. Well earned. Is this American? That's American, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So do you get like container loads of uh, of cereal just coming in from from the states and cereal promoters? Yeah, we get it from all over the world. So we get um, we get mo- a lot of it from America because they do cereal the best, like the best sweetest cereal. Um, but then we get it from France, South Africa, Australia, Spain. South Africa. Yeah, oh. South Africa do a, lo- a lovely strawberry pop. Strawberry pop, yeah. amazing. I think we're going to be flying by the end of this I yeah reckon, it's going to be some serious sugar so shall we try a little bit yeah. of this do you want to give yeah. it a little one do it so what's um because when I was growing up obviously I'm much older than you boys but um do people still put sugar on cereal um yes it depends what cereal it is yeah for sure I mean so would, some cereals would be sugar already sugared because like for me like growing up like before the kind of evolution of like your, your frosties and stuff like that. I was growing up on fucking Weetabix and shredded wheat, and if you didn't put sugar on that, that just weren't weren't doing it. Really weren't. Yeah. So I remember my, if your mum bought cornflakes, and to be like, oh, why didn't you buy frosties? Why didn't you buy frosties? And then yeah. you have a bit of sugar on the cornflakes, but it's never the same. Never no, the it's same. Not, not the same effect. Okay, you set oh, the bar right. pretty high with that. That's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is that is the kind of cereal. I, I can have any time of the day yeah. and without milk. Fucking hell. If, I had, if I had the munchies, I could go straight. I could have my hand just pulling out handfuls of that. Stuff yeah. Certain. That is amazing. So that's the thing about most of the cereals that we sell here. They're not really, it's not something you're going to eat every day for yeah. breakfast. Yeah. It's something you're going to eat as a treat, mm. as a yeah. snack, as a, you know, late at night or whatever. Yep. Wow. No, that's perfect. Thank you. Thanks, man. Um, I used to always put sugar on Weetabix, cornflakes. As I've got older, I don't really need to now. No? And when it's, I, like corn, I just like the taste of cornflakes. Don't get me wrong. I like just got a refined palate. Just grown up. Do you I know sometimes what? put olives on them. My, well. my missus just 
people go, oh, just cornflakes are just fucking brilliant. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're, 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 just, they're pretty boring. Yeah. And like, unless you put sugar on them. It's like cornflakes, he's like, it's like, it's like Frosty's little div kid brother that you don't really want to hang around with. Do you know what I mean? So we've had, because we get loads of customers in here, and the amount of different ways people eat cereal is crazy. Some, like the weirdest way is there's people that have come in that have water cereal instead of milk. Why would you do that? Well, apparently it's just like a really, really, really skimmed milk in a way, you know? Um, we also get pe- I've always also spoke to somebody that has that eats cornflakes with milk and a dirty triangle in it. Wow. Yeah, I've not mm. heard of that one. I've heard of um, people buttering Weetabix. Oh yeah, buttered a buttered Weetabix. Yeah. it's quite an old school thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also orange juice on cereal. Really? Yeah, we could try some of that today. I've actually, done, I've done, I've done, a cocoa shreddy with orange juice on it's pretty good. Yeah. Tastes a bit like a Jaffa cake. That's crazy. That um, cereal we're eating now is fucking amazing. That's the Reese's peanut butter one. That, that, yeah, that is powerful, man. That is really good. Um, what was I going to say? Um, do you, Can you have like things like Weetabix dry? We were speaking about this the other day. Do you know what? I, the only ones I'd ever eat dry is... Um, my daughter has um, little cinnamon squares. I don't know the brand. Curiously well, um, Cinnamon. Curiously Cinnamon, yeah. Um, Didn't I Golden I, Grahams do them as well? Was that the same brand? They were Cinnamon Grahams, but then they changed cinnamon them to Curiously Cinnamon. Oh, okay. So it's the same brand then, basically. Yeah. Okay. I can smash them dry. Oh, man, they're amazing. And I used to like the little mini Weetabixies that had like chocolate chips in or raisins and things like that. I could eat them mm. dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Right, let's try and get the next one. Yeah, let's do it. That is fucking yeah, that's so cool. Now, so in, in my top five, these are not all what cereals that are going to wow you, you know? So this one is a frosted shreddy, but if you have that with hot milk. Wow. Right. I will say this straight away. Um, that, that's in my top five, frosted shreddies. Um, frosted uh, shreddies, yeah. yeah. It I mean, be in mine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is just a classic. That just reminds you of childhood. And especially with the warm milk, I love it when it goes mushy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shall we try this? I'm Do conscious it. that I don't want to like have like half-finished bowls of cereal. That's okay. Is that, are you sure? That's you can, okay, I yeah. can put them all in one big bowl at the end. <laughs> and <you> can <laughs> take, it take it to Frank Bruno. Yeah. Um, right, so... Trying it a bit. I haven't had a Frosted Shreddy in a Frosted Shreddy's time. come out in my lifetime because it was, it was just Shreddies. And then, right. obviously, as a, as a little fat kid, I just yeah. put loads of of sugar on it and then yeah. this when this come out oh yeah and shreddies are I mean the marketing behind shreddies the knit and nanas are great aren't they yeah and do you know what because I think one of the knit and nanas are one of the few cereal uh, cereal mascots that are still going Tony right. the Tiger's retired really he's gone mm. what about Honey Monster he's um, he's still around he, I think he's been rebranded I mean he's still he really? yeah he's going strong like sugar puffs are no longer sugar puffs what are they called now Honey Monster puffs they can't sell the sugar in it, can they? Right. Because the just marketing laws change basically around. Yeah. These I've, frosty treads. I've never I've had never, them with hot milk. No, neither have I. Hot milk's a game changer on that. This is why um, we're learning from the best today. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whoever decided to cross shreddies should be knighted. Mmm. Okay, that is bang on. So, how long had this been open before you went for another one? When did you open your second store? Um, six months. Okay. 2015, we opened in Camden. That's fucking ambitious, isn't it? Mmm. I think it's good you, as well, to open another one in London. I mean, it makes sense in some ways because it gives you a degree of control because you can be there when you need to be but also it's still within a, a, a pretty close proximity to this one as well so you must have been thinking business is going well and you're hearing a demand for it in you know still in London yeah I mean it's gone really well we're, this one's actually we're about to relocate this one just um, across the road to a bigger site as well so I mean it's still going you're doing really well. Shit, when do you like busiest hours then? When do you sort of like start? Um, weekends and school holidays, but mostly like during the days we would be busier between like maybe 11 till about 1. More like a brunch kind of crowd yeah. coming yeah, yeah. in. Do you get the same crowd coming in? Uh, we do. We we do get regular customers coming in. They want to try everything that we have. I was going to say, like, yeah. if, if, if I was uh, living in the area still, I'd be trying to like now, like, yeah. like every single box. You'd be tick boxing right the way through, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. So, and we get a lot of we get a lot of kids with a lot of fam like a lot of young families. It's always funny because the kids come in and they're like, their mums bring them in because they want them to try all these cereals, and they go, oh, oh, "I'll have cocoa pops," and mum's like, "You can have that at home." <laughs> <laughs> try this yeah, left field one. Yeah, I think of all the people that we've we've ever interviewed in that, and my, my, my little ones are very rarely impressed. But when I showed them a picture today of where we was coming, blew their minds. They were just like, "That yeah. just looks like the best place ever." Yeah, Bring like, them down here. Yeah, they're, bo- they're both off sick today as well. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what is the plan? Just to keep going and going and going in, in, in new locations and stuff. Yeah, I mean, because we've been copied quite a lot. That was so. going to be my next question, if, you know. Yeah. What, what's we've been copied, copied quite a few times. There's probably about 20, 20 to 30 serial cafes around the world now. Right. Um, and no one's doing it as good as us. We're definitely, yeah. like, we were the first first to do an international serial cafe. Right. Um, and it's been replicated so many times. But a lot, it's the, a lot of them are just a bit shit. 
you know, they don't deliver that, that the experience that we deliver here and we get people coming back and we get people coming from all over the world mm. to here to come to, the, to, come to this cafe. Um, and you, no one's just doing it as well as us, which is why we get a lot of interest for people that want to open in other countries. So do people approach you to say, hey man, we think there's a space for it over here? Yeah. Because like Kuwait, I think like Kuwait, Dubai, they're strange places. I wouldn't immediately think that that's where you'd have... Where you'd have headed first? Yeah, well, it's all a bit strange because we, like the Middle Eastern thing, we are so popular there. It's weird, I never thought I would say no, that. No, no, Because we actually, there was a sheik from Dubai came into the cafe and Snapchatted it. Okay. And he obviously has a lot of followers. And then <laughs> yeah. he, then we just had huge amounts of Middle Eastern customers coming in, especially Middle Eastern women come in. Yeah. Um, and then also in the Middle East as well, they don't have, really have a drinking culture. No. They just like to go and sit in cafes and things like that. Yeah. The way we would go and sit in pubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we deliver, the experience that we deliver, works really re- yeah. well over there, and yeah, it's just yeah. a really cool place for people to hang out. Well, they get it off their face on sugar, basically, yeah. as opposed to as opposed to booze. That's crazy, man. So one Snapchat literally led to you opening stores in the Middle East. Yeah. Fucking. But hell. you've got to do it right, and you, you know you've got to have that passion and commitment to make it look this cool. Yeah. People wouldn't. I mean, because you've decorated it now, this has got a, you've got a Halloween vibe in here at the moment. You've got a zombie that's just moving around over up the back there. That will also explain if anyone can hear the, the kind of sinister music in the background. <laughs> I don't think that's just a general sort of soundtrack to the, to the cafe. But you've yeah. gone to town with the de- decorating. Like, there's cobwebs literally everywhere. It's, it's, it's cool. Oh, the cobwebs are actually here all the time. <laughs> you just never bother clearing it away. As long as there's none in the cereal. So... Are you and your brother, is your brother still based in, in London as well? Is he in the Middle East running the... the no, so any of the um, international stores we have, we meet partners that yeah. then they buy the brand and then Franchise. they'll, they'll, oh, they'll right. do okay. it there. So we don't really don't have any anything to deal with the day-to-day yeah. running or anything yeah, yeah, of it, yeah. which right. is good. It's, just, it's effectively a franchise, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. That's crackers. Yeah, really good, really good. Okay. Shall we try the next series? Yeah. What are we looking so at? what have we got here? This is... Taking you on a little trip. So we've been to America. We've been we've been to the UK. This one is an Israeli cereal. Okay. And it's called Carryot. Carryot. It okay. is. It's essentially. It's a. It's in the um the Crave family. So it's a chocolate pillow. Getcha. But getcha, you know getcha, Crave. Getcha. Yeah. The Crave cereal is great, but it just doesn't have enough chocolate in it. Yeah. Right. Okay. These ones carry are. Off. There's carryots. Carryot take it to the the good chocolate level that yeah, you need to go. Yeah. They've got the chocolate game. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's have a little little go on this. Are we always going full fat milk? This is all full fat for you, yeah. Yeah, okay. But what's, we your, also what's your thoughts on that then, Stu? Are you not a full fat fan? I only ever go for sort of skim milk. Um, but uh, it's really weird. I think I might even said to you the other day, like, if I go on holiday and we go to like all-inclusive mm. somewhere and it's like, you go downstairs and the breakfast is like every possible thing you could eat from all over the world and you just think, right, I'm just going to go and be a proper pig. Yeah. My missus would just go and get, much like the kids you mentioned earlier, We'll just go and get a bowl of cocoa pops with full fat milk. Yeah, and like, and that is like heaven. And I just think <laughs> I get that, but yeah. like, you can really chow down here. It's just like full fat milk. It's like a treat, like, <laughs> a holiday treat. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I used to be semi-skimmed when I was at my mum and dad's, but I've been full fat for many years now because yeah, it's just you're, better. You're, you're pretty lean, aren't you? Like, you ain't got to worry about it. I'm hiding under a baggy t-shirt. Yeah, we do like we do loads of different types of milk. I love rice milk with cereal. But we do loads mm. of plant milks. We do Offer. loads of flavours to go into the milk. We've got about 20 different flavours that can be added into milks as well. I had to have a pause there. That is some amazing shit there. Oh, God. Wow. 
I know because there's we get a lot of customers kind of oh you need to try this syrup from our country you need to try this syrup from our. Oh, is that some of this sort of stuff this evolved? One. Yeah, this is this is one. Of, we actually have quite a few customers going. If you know if you've got a syrup cafe, you need to have carry out from Israel. It's oh amazing. My God, thank you Israel for this joy. There's chocolate in the middle of these pillows, isn't there? Yeah. That's taken the lead so far. Yeah. I love the peanut butter puffs and frosted shreddies, but that is something else. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Right, so sure. the next one. Oh my God. Oh, the next one. It's actually, this is, uh, this is me trying to recreate a, dis okay. a discontinued okay. cereal okay. from my childhood yep. that I absolutely loved, and it was called Banana Bubbles. Banana Bubbles? I heard it. I've never tried it. Banana Bubbles was the cereal that thought it was a milkshake. So it was a banana rice crispy that mm -hmm. you added your milk in, and the milk turned yellow and banana -y. Okay. And in the advert, they had a song, and it was like, the cereal that thinks it's a milkshake. Oh, fuck. That's what I remember. That's what I remember. And this is, the, so my recreation, and do you know what? I'm setting myself up for failure here because I know it's not going to be the same, but it's basically, this is a bowl of Rice Krispies yep. with a banana milk. Yeah. Okay. That makes complete sense. What was your favourite um, advert of all time for a cereal? Um, what one stands out for you? There is, it's probably the Coco, one of the Coco Pops ones in the 90s. The football one, probably. Or there's also another, there was a Frosties one where there was a, and it's so annoying, the one, it's going to taste great. It's yeah. going to taste great. And then there was that rumour that went around that guy killed himself afterwards because he got bullied so heavily. Fuck! <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. That was an urban legend, actually. He's <laughs> yeah. a gymnast now. I can, uh, I can hear the snap, crackle and pop, which is good. Yeah. Um, I've also got a really interesting fact about snap. Snap, crackle, and pop. They actually had a brother, another brother, called Pow. 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 Okay, what happened to Pow then? I don't know. Addicted to drugs. Yeah. Got bullied and killed himself. Well, that's the thing. If you ever feel unwanted or not worthy, there's Snap, crackle, and pop. Have a brother called Pow. So, how do you think he feels? The black sheep. That black, fictional black sheep. But talking of like adverts, I don't know if it was probably before your time, but the little Weetabix men. Like, yep. Like no. I thought they were they were cool little dudes. They were. They were cool. And then there was that one girl one that was almost That's right. sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a kind of Weetabixie way. She yeah. was sexy uh, Weetabixie way. Yeah. Everyone knows what that looks like. Um, and I saw it when I come in today, and I've not seen it since I was probably about ten years old. Because um, for me, Steve Cram advertising a bowl of Start was like Start was this cereal that was going to be like the healthiest cereal you could have you yeah. could run a marathon if you had a bowl of start yeah. you got start up there yeah start was one of my favourites when I was a kid as well yeah but like that's one of the cereals that how could that have been healthy like if you try it now you're literally like that's not healthy <laughs> well, what's it? I can't cereal. even remember what was in it I've not seen it like I say since I was probably I about like 10 more, or 11 it's like a honey and brown sugar kind of flavour to it and it's like they're like little clovery looking yeah, things yeah 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 what is the healthiest cereal it used to be like Special K, that's what they used to say, and which again, I can't. That was quite sweet, wasn't it? Special K still, and all bran. My dad loved all bran or bran flakes. I they, think they, they used to probably be the healthiest ones. They used to get left at the back, and they, they'd be the last things I took down with the bran flakes. 
I don't mind a brown flake. Yeah, they're all right, but they're no... I don't think I've eaten them for years, they're but... They're no Frosty Shreddy. No, they're no Frosty Shreddy. The one that stuck in my head, that was probably the most kind of uh, recent one, which is probably still 10 odd years ago, was when they made the little mini shredded wheats and mm. made them frosted on the top. Oh, yeah, frosted wheats, yeah. Well, they called something before they were called well, well, frosted wheats. frosted mini wheats, but I was... Because that, that's in my top uh, they called, Did you say toppers or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they were called... I remember the packaging being toppers. Do you remember yeah. them as toppers? And I was trying to find that yesterday. It took me ages to find toppers. But then there was another one that was just like a topper, but there was strawberry in it. There's a strawberry in a set. Yes, yeah, I remember those. They also had raisin ones as well. Yeah. You can't get them anymore, no. although I think it's like Sainsbury's or they Tesco's, do, it's, their it's, own it's, brand it's version. It's Sainsbury's, it's Sainsbury's. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you sure like there was... a kind of blueberry one as well. I'm sure there was another name for them called Splits or something like that, but I, I was honestly searched for a half hour yesterday. I could not <laughs> find this fucking cereal. Frosted shredded, uh, frosty boys, yeah, yeah. they... They were good. Can you still get them? Are they still about? Yeah, you can still get them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah solid one. And they feel slightly healthy because it's shredded wheat in there. It's just yeah. covered in sugar. Yeah. It's just sugared it for you. Uh, have you tried the banana? No, I'm going in. Banana blast. I wanted to kind of wait for the. Yeah, you're right. The, the, actually, the, I, I might have gone in a bit, bit soon. Yeah. Is it? Is it giving you that banana bubbles, banana milkshake vibe? A little. Yeah. A little. I see what you're saying. You, you, because you, you're trying to recreate. A dream there, aren't you? Basically, yeah. one of your faves. Um, I, I, it's I love, banana, eh? Make no mistake. I do love banana milkshake, so. Mm. Yeah. So I'll grab the final one. Something I loved about. Wow, holy shit. So this is my current favourite. Right. And I've eaten it about six times in the past week. <laughs> And it's Captain Crunch berries. Wow. So Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch, so there's two different types of cereal in here. There's Captain Crunch, which is the yellow thing. Mm -hmm. And then there's the colored balls, which are, oops, all berries. Okay. So there's Captain Crunch, which is the regular one. There's an oops, all berries. And then there's the two mixed together, which are Captain Crunch berries. Genius. So it's kind of, it's got a bit of fruitiness to it. It's not overly fruity and... Right. It's fantastic now, Captain. Because Captain it looks Crunch, amazing. Captain Crunch is a good cereal, but there's a limit to how much of it you can eat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because it does. It's all. It could cut the roof of your mouth yeah. if you eat a whole box of it. <laughs> but there's something quite pleasurable about that. <laughs> yeah. We're going cold like milk extra, on this. Yeah. Cold milk. Hot. Yeah. It's like extra hot That's pizza. Um, I've always heard about this Captain Crunch, and I've never had it. And we're getting like Captain Crunch gold standard, basically. Yeah. Here, aren't we? Go on then, mate. Why you do you think, like, it? in the UK, we do have that kind of desire for American cereals and American sweets? And what do you think it's just because we don't have access to it, we want it? Yeah, it's probably that, like, that rarity of it. Like, you know, it's something you can't get that easily. And also, they, their cereals are so much better. So much better. I mean, like Lucky Charms. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, you know, Fruity Pebbles, things like that are amazing cereals. They look amazing. But the cereal industry in the UK just does can't go that sugary. You don't get a freeze-dried marshmallow in a cereal in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. And a freeze-dried marshmallow in a cereal is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Lucky Charms, I've only had them once and they blew my mind. That that box lasted, I think, about three days. Yeah. Because I just couldn't... I just was eating it morning, noon and night. It's, mm. it's, it's a, a super, super good cereal. Captain Crunch mm-hmm. looks the same. I think as well that like the UK and America are very much at the front of sugary goodness and consumer culture, wouldn't they? Especially in the 90s when it exploded. I think we're just always going to have a bit of a fondness for it. 
How's that? Well, amazing. Right, let's give that a little whirl. That's really, really good. This is also the best looking bowl of cereal on the table. Yeah. It's a pretty bowl, isn't it? Wow. It's right, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so, I also see... You can barely taste the sugar in there. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you DJs as well? Um, we have dabbled in it, yeah. <clears throat> because we, um, we've kind of always been... Always dabbled in DJing, or, or like from when we were younger, we used to run club nights and stuff in Belfast. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, but it's kind of something that we just do sometimes. So, mm. we do because we do like we do, I just love the 90s and the 90s music. I love 90s guilty pleasures, <coughs> 90s Brit pop, 90s things that you're not really expecting. So, when we DJ, we play things like you know, Lion King, and then we mix it up with like uh, quotes from Clueless and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, it's all very it's all a lot of fun. Oh, wicked. So have you not put like little sort of DJ events on down here? No, we DJed in um we DJed in the Camden Cafe before, and it was pretty good. Um, I think we DJed with DJ Yoda in the Camden Cafe when we oh, launched that one there. Oh, nice! Which was really good because DJ Yoda is a huge fan of cereal, so he's he's coming on soon. Sure. Oh, he's coming it? on soon. Yeah, he's we we're club promoters, um, and so we do bits and pieces, and we do quite a few in the area. Um, and Yoda's played twice for us, hasn't he? Mm. And uh, yeah, and he, he, he never smashed it. He's yeah. fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. This Captain Crunch, was it Captain Crunch Berry? What's it called, this one? This one's Captain Crunch Berries. Captain Crunch Berries. Um, that is, I'm going to be up for weeks now, just off two mouthfuls of that. Yeah. That is pretty strong. You can feel the film in your yeah, mouth immediately. And especially it's nice, when, you get to the, when you get to the end of it, there's, that, there's almost like an oil slick on top of the milk. Where? What's the deal with the last bit of milk? Are you just trying to get it with a with a, with a spoon, or are you just you grabbing a bowl and you're going in? Oh, you're slur I'm slurping. Yeah, I'm slurping. There's a lot of people that wouldn't even touch the bottom of the milk. Wouldn't even touch it. That's up. Oh, that's disgusting. Really? Like, yeah. Insane. You drink the milk at the bottom, and then there's some people that don't like the dust at the end of cereal as well. Oh no, Not no, the dust. That's that's hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I like that, just emptying that last little bit. It's a bit of a joy, isn't it? Really. Yeah. It's like the dust at the bottom of a bag of skips. Yeah, all day long. Right, so you got you got five here. What's going to be your desert island bowl? What one are you going for if you've got to pick one? <sighs> tough, that, isn't that it? That is tough. Because you've got to think, is it going to be, you know, if you go for a flavour of the week like that, but you've got to spend your life eating that on a desert island, that's going to be different. You're going to die of, you're going to get diabetes pretty quickly, I think. If that's all you've got on an island. But if you're on a desert island, would diabetes be that bad? <laughs> no, go out in a blaze of glory, man. Yeah. <laughs> sugary, sugary glory. I'm going to go with a Reese's Puff. Yeah. I am because it's got that salty sweetness to it yeah. that cannot be beaten. Yeah. I think that one, that that definitely knocked sort of like the fr the, the frosties off the spate of it. I could eat that pretty much. That could be a regular cereal for me, I think, the Reese's Puff. I'm, I'm um, I love the chocolate ones, probably a little bit more, but I wouldn't want to eat them every day for breakfast. Um, so what are you saying? What are you going for? Out of these, if I'm stuck on a desert island, yeah, I'm going with, yeah, the Reese's Buff, yeah, I'm That's going. That's quite out. weird. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you two as well. We never, we rarely agree on this never. podcast, well, so. That was, uh, I think it's the balance of the sweet and the savoury that just kind of gives you that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sound like a connoisseur there, mate. 
Yeah. Do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, like, uh, on top of adverts, and again from the 90s and stuff, is just the packaging on cereals was sick. And I used to love, used to kind of love all the toys. And when I was looking through, I, I saw uh, the other day, like a hologram on a Frosty's packet. And I was like, oh my God, do you remember that? It was insane. And you'd be going through the supermarket and you'd be like, mum, 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 can we get, can we get this one? Frosties were kind of quite reasonably priced as well. So yeah, it was, I it think, was a bit I think of a that, result that. I think it changed a lot like for, for me because it was, the, it was kind of around the time when supermarkets then started doing their own brands mm. of Frosties and Rice yeah. and stuff like that. And so, Growing up not having lots of money, your parents go for the, the cheaper options, mm. which generally meant you didn't get the ones that had the cool toy in. <laughs> you, never had a, you never had a bike reflector, a Kellogg's bike reflector? Oh, I no. did have a Kellogg's bike yeah. reflector. Yeah. Um, I had uh, a set of stickers of the little Weetabix men, which I had on my pencil case at school. Uh, Where was the sexy Weetabix girl? She was stuck on, on your there. ceiling. She was on the pillow. Yeah, yeah, we've, got the, we've got the sexy Weetabix girl, Teddy Bear, up there somewhere. Oh. I think we've got all five of the Weetabix gang, actually. <laughs> Um, do you remember mask pencil toppers? What, as in, um, yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, from the movie. From the yeah, movie, obviously. The I mask. For some reason, I was thinking of the 90s, car- the 80s cartoon mask Mercedes. No, it was all his different facial expressions. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I do. Those, those are quite iconic for me. Yeah. And the bike reflectors. Yeah. Um, um, but we've got them all, most of the cereal toys on display yeah, here. nice one. Do they not exist anymore? Like, is it, no. is it saying, well, do I, can, can they not do it because of health and safety in that now? Or? Oh, what, in the packets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it talks literally... about whether somebody, one person died, like one kid choked on a well, bike collector or something. <laughs> yeah. should, Read it for everyone. He should have died. You know, he's taking himself out of the bloody that's gene pool there, isn't, isn't it? it? It's natural selection. But it's more should to do with sell. That? They use, that's a marketing tool to sell sugary cereal, so they can't oh, really right. use things like that. So I think the last toy that they gave away in cereal was... Was it in the Olympics? And they give away like, was it a hacky sack or something? Like a little ball. Really? But it was because Healthy. it's promoting exercise, yeah. so that was fine. So do you... Because yeah. st- it used to be in the cereal packet sometimes, didn't it? A bit like an Easter egg. No, it was. It was in with the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the food. However, yeah. I do remember there was also loads of like, um, kind of things where there'd be like a mask uh, or mask or something that or like a game that you'd cut, cut out, out the back. The back, yeah, yeah. I was always a bit disappointed yeah, with them. Yeah, like they, they tried to like there was one that was like a, you cut it out. It was a triangular frisbee and it was shit. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. didn't do anything. Just put a fucking toy yeah, in the bag. Yeah, exactly. And right. um, do you remember also the um, the spoons that change colour? Yeah, and they were like the Hallow- Halloween themed ones, the spooky ones, spooky yeah. spoons. I think they're Lion King ones as well. Really? Yeah. Ah, I didn't see the Lion King ones. Yeah. Do you remember those, Stu? You're no, looking perfect. No, of course perplexed. not. I was probably about 40 when that <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, um, thank you so much for um, letting us come here today and, and, and giving us five bowls of, uh, of goodness. And, uh, uh, no it was, it was absolutely amazing. Really Happy to sugar you up. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, good luck with uh, the other ones that are opening. Alan, I, I don't think you need luck. I think it's going really well, man. But next time in Brick Lane, I've got to bring some people down here. So we're going into the den, <laughs> the, the sugar den. Alan, um, where can people find out about you if they want to find out about the cafe, social media and such? Where, where are you Yeah, at? we're at Serial at Colour Cafe or Serial Colour UK across all the channels. Pretty much Serial Colour Cafe. Okay. Right. Lovely. Yeah, man. Thanks very much. Thanks again. Thank you. Really kind of you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, I have just slurped the last <laughs> milk, the last of the milk from the bowl. And mm. I'm five Is bowls of cereal, window? Dan, and I'm sugar rushing like a shitting dog, shaking. Um, yeah. 
I was flying. I was yeah. off my face after yeah. after leaving Alan and the Sierra. Well, we'd cafe. done the Love Beer one the night before, and we'd drunk quite a lot of beer. Yeah. And we'd woke up feeling a little bit hungover, yeah. and then we got up there and mainlined them cereals, and it was some sugar, wasn't it? I tell you what, that last one, that Captain Crunch berries. Yeah. When we got out of there, we, both our hands were shaking, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I was off my box. Yeah. Um, you know, because you've got to have respect for your cereal, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were all tasty cereal. Um, uh, just They're just high in sugar. So, obviously, and you're not supposed to have like that, ma- that many all yeah. in one row. Um, but we couldn't help ourselves. So we were like kids in a candy shop. And it is a, it is a, an interesting little shop. It's all very 90s themed. Um, if you're in Brickland and you just want a quirky experience and a bowl of cereal, then you, you're in for a bit of fun there. Yeah, and definitely. try not to look at it as anything other than a bit of fun. Yeah. Don't, I don't really see that you should point it as the epicenter of gentrification and and, and hipsterville it's just a couple of guys that thought it'd be fun to set up something a little bit different and and they've grafted to make that happen and you know and and, and it don't come easy doing stuff like that and uh, and they they got a loan uh, but you know all of this anyway because he's told you and um, yeah and and when you're there, there's loads of kind of <laughs> Sorry, like your phone. fucking phone. <laughs> Every fucking podcast. Just put it on silent. Let me just uh, put No, it on, put it on silent. Let me just put it on silent for you. Please, someone text me right now, please. <laughs> it's on silent, mate. I'm pretty certain it's on silent. I'm so not talking. I'm, no, I'm not talking anymore because of you and your shit phone. I'm, th- I'm, I'm 100% certain that it's on silent and it won't go off again. Can I said I'm not. No, I'm, now I'm talking. I'm not talking. Come on. I'm not talking. Come on. Talk. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm getting inundated. Anyway, catch you next week, guys. Go on, <laughs> just text Dustin be- back. Better answer all these messages. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing the podcast hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.